And welcome to episode 25 of the Kerrville Small Business Network podcast. Mike Taylor here along with John Barrera. And we have an awesome guest today. And you started a company. Uh, what, what year did you start this company? I started it at the beginning of 2020. At the beginning of 2020. And you've probably seen it around the area if you're in or around Kerrville. Uh, Tulsit Dumpster Company. And it's Matthew Myers here. And uh, good morning, Matthew. How you doing? I'm good. And yourself? Uh, doing great. John, you're our question guy. So if you want to kick it off with the first question this morning, go ahead. So I see your truck everywhere, your your green truck. And, and you just told me the name is Lucy. Yeah, I call it Lucy. I think it's a good name for it. It's fitting. So, so I see you everywhere. And my biggest question is, I thought there was 10 of you. No. How how many how many employees do you have and how many people does it take to run Toss It Dumpsters? Uh, it's just me. I've got a good support team at home. My wife helps me out. And uh, but yeah, I keep the truck on the road every day and keep it keep those dumpsters turning. Now the uh, type of company that you have, I thought it was a national corporation. I didn't realize that. That you have started this company from nothing, and and you have a brand with this company that could be a national corporate brand. Yes, with the Tulsa dumpsters, I thought it was, and and to I think and, and to think something like that is when you've never heard of it before, and you're like, man, this is a nationwide brand, and you've never heard of it before. That says something. It does. That says that other people are going to think that as well. Uh, it, maybe someday uh, that'd be. That'd be pretty neat to see it grow to that level. So how did you get into this? Uh, you know, I was, uh, we were building our house and we were living our, in our travel trailer and I was sitting down on the couch and kind of thinking about things to do on the side. I had another business that was pretty self-sustained and, and I ran across some dumpsters online and I started thinking that, you know, these things will could sit for a month at a time and give me time to work on my other business. And I ended up getting into the business and realizing I was completely wrong, that they turn a whole lot faster than every month. And I started getting so busy in the dumpster business that I ended up getting out of my other business. And I just run in dumpsters full time. And, and it's, for me and my schedule, this, this really just fit really well and it's turned into something pretty awesome. So for somebody who hasn't even... For somebody who doesn't know what Toss It Dumpsters is, please explain. Yeah, so we do uh, roll-off containers. So we've got two sizes. There's 15-yard and 30-yard containers. Uh, they're used a lot at construction sites, uh, home cleanouts, uh, home construction, garage cleanouts, all the way down to, you know, if you have a family event, want something small just to put all your trash in at the end of the weekend, uh, do all, all kinds of stuff with them. And anything solid waste. I tell you what, uh, the containers that we get from the city of Kerrville really aren't enough to hold a week's worth of, of garbage. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> I've noticed, you know, so, so if we clean out the garage or if we do anything like, uh, I'm, I'm finally moving out of the storage unit that I've had for six years at the end of this month. By the way, I said that last month and the, and the month before <laughs> too, but, uh, I'm finally moving out this month. Uh, yeah, I think this weekend is the weekend, even though I said that the last weekend of the last month. Uh, it's 
tough to be able to find a place to, to put all that stuff. You can't just take it and put it in your city garbage tote that you get, you know? No, and, those and, are pretty small. So mm-hmm. you can take that if you have a whole bunch of stuff and you, you know, or if, or if you're a hoarder, you know, you ever deal with any hoarders? Oh yeah. From time to time. And you can just bring a, one of those containers out there and they can fill it up and get rid of all that, all that stuff that, you know, that yeah. they have. Yeah. Well, you can put just about anything in it. I don't uh, want I don't want to insult any hoarders out there by calling it trash, but you know, you can, yeah. you can get rid of all any of that stuff. I feel attacked. If, yeah. <laughs> you can get rid of, of that, you know, those, those items that you've been collecting over all these years. Yeah. Pretty much everything's fair game except for hazardous materials. There's things, okay. there's things that the landfill won't take like uh, tires, paint, batteries and oil that type of material the landfill won't take but everything else can go is that your biggest obstacle is uh materials that people put in there uh i don't really have an obstacle with that uh people are pretty good about you know sticking to what's supposed to be in there um because they do check at the transfer station they'll go, they'll look through that dumpster when it's getting dumped yeah that's important too because yeah like tires you can't throw tires in there no. right no, they're, I'd, you know, I'd call your local tire dealer and, and ask them and they might Dispose take them or they'll give you a recommendation on where you can take them. So you, so you were sitting there on the couch in an RV on your property and you just had the idea for a dumpster company. Yeah. It just, uh, a roll off dumpster company. It just kind of came out of the blue and, uh, started researching it and then got real deep into research and then ended up making a move so you went and and uh started this business how many dumpsters did you start off with i started with i believe it was seven seven dumpsters i did and the truck that you have now did you No, have- I, I started with a gooseneck trailer uh setup there you go yeah yeah i started with a real small setup and then uh and then we made the leap to a bigger truck once i decided that you know this is this is it. This, this is what it. you want to do. I'm going to be a trash truck driver. This is the business. That's it. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, I've always heard trash truck drivers make pretty damn good money. Yes. It's what I've heard my entire life. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I'm trying I, to get there. I mean, whether you're whether you're on the side of the truck, you know, even those guys are making good money. Yeah. No, they, they do. Uh, the drivers that work for the city and stuff, uh, they they. They actually do pretty well. Yeah, uh, do you ever benefits talk? and everything? Yeah, yeah, full benefits. Uh, yeah, everything. I mean, they're taken care of. They got to get up early. Yeah, they got to get up early, work long hours, and sometimes deal with some unpleasant sights and smells. But yeah, they do. They do make pretty good money. So you started with seven dumpsters, a, a gooseneck truck, uh, yeah, and trailer. So I had a I had a dually with a gooseneck trailer set up. And uh, over the last year, we have transitioned into a full-size Peterbilt, and I've got 36 cans now, and we're looking to to expand a little more soon. Man, it, that's amazing. It is, Mike. When I, I seriously, Matt, you're very humble about this whole this whole concept. But when I first saw him driving in town, I was, I had a feeling in my stomach, like, why didn't I think of that? And you know you have a business, good business model when somebody feels that way. I mean, as a, as a business owner myself, um, I, I just, man, my hat goes off to you. Good idea. Just keep keep going, man. Well, I appreciate it. 
Absolutely. I envy I envy your your business, really. So what was the business that you had before this? What were you doing before this? I was doing non-emergency medical transport. So we were doing okay. uh, transporting people to doctor's offices, dialysis, things like that. Okay. And, uh, and that was dealing with the government most of the time. And I ended up, you know, this, this was a lot better fit for me. A lot, a lot less hassle. Well, you're on your own schedule with this. Yeah, um, I'm on. I'm on my customer schedule. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, if they tell you, if does, it, does anybody ever tell you that, hey, get here at a certain time? I need this. I need this going right, right at four o'clock today. Or do you have some more um, leeway other than, other than customers? Are always, you know, they can always request certain time frames, and I'll do my best to to make that happen. But uh, in the event that you know, the unforeseen happens. I get to a, a location and they, there's a gate that's locked that I just can't get through. I mean, they, they understand. So Right. Um, there's times where I go to the transfer station at the landfill and there's 20 trucks in line in front of me. And not, not big roll-off trucks, but I mean, just people will pick up trucks or trailers. Mm-hmm. And they all take time to and empty. And they take time, yeah. yeah. And some of those, and I've, I've been in that line a few times, you know, I'll, I'll make the occasional trip because I have a, a tote from the city, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like i'm about to make this weekend i'm about to make a trip this weekend uh, or next month on the last weekend of the month i don't know yet well i know a but guy now i know yeah we do know a guy yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so um somebody else out there that they're kind of where you are they were they were doing something else and correct me if i'm wrong but they were doing something else and they they just kind of felt like there might be something more for them yeah, I think uh, I think everybody goes through that thought process at least once in their life. You know, thinking whether they're working for someone or they are self-employed, thinking, you know, I have this idea, but executing the idea can be scary. So, did you have the same feeling about what you were doing before this company as you have with this company? Um, I'd call them, I guess I would say it's more like a calculated risk because you don't just dive off into an idea because it seems like a good idea to you you got to see if it's i mean you got to do some calculations and make sure that it, it's something that can be good um but yeah i would say the first go around was i i would say a calculated risk and then the second one was too but i would make a decision based off of a lot of research and trying trying to make sure you make a good decision that was a good question mike because taking a leap is the hardest part you know going all in and putting your finances at risk and putting your putting everything at risk and just going for it is scary you know the ones that had the most to lose also had the ones the most or also had the most to gain you know the the bigger the risk the more you can gain with that risk um with with this though it seems to me like before you started this company was something missing no nothing was missing what was your drive behind toss it why did you change uh well originally i had uh i had you know enough employees that were working for me i had some time on my hands to do something in addition to what i was doing and that's why i was looking for something kind so you of were just on the looking side. To scale i was looking and- for something to do really it was have a plan b i, I don't like having all my eggs in one basket because you know yeah. you never know what could happen so i was looking to have a fallback plan and i didn't realize that the fallback plan was going to turn into the the primary Main plan right your yeah. side hustle became your hustle right <laughs> and it's turned into a very very full-time 
uh, deal for me. So now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all over the place, um, all over the hill country. I was in Marble Falls yesterday. Um, I don't typically go out there, but I had a special request. So, so ten years from now, where do you see you and Tossit? Oh gosh, I don't know. I would definitely like to see some growth for sure, but uh, maybe a few trucks, a few hundred cans. I don't know. <laughs> Are you trying to expand south, maybe? Uh, we've talked about um, doing some expansion down south and and uh, maybe out toward toward the Austin market. Um, but that's that's just just some talk right now. Yeah. How? Uh, um. Not not cluttered, but how busy is this uh, market you're in? I mean, do you have a lot of competitors? That's what I'm trying to ask. Oh, yeah. There's lots of competitors in this industry, um, but they're all pretty busy. Um, and most of us know each other pretty well and, and get along very really? well. Uh, so that, that's been a blessing because, you know, having competition that's not trying to cut each other's throats is, is always a, a benefit on both sides. Do y'all ever help each other out? Oh, yeah, all the time. See, that's what it's about. Yeah. People's, that is, yeah. That's what this whole the whole thing is about, you know, um, networking and networking together, helping each other out. That That is more beneficial to both businesses than trying to compete against each other. When you're trying to help each other out and send each other business whenever you're busy, it just works out so much better in the long run. And it does take, I mean, when you have people that you can, can help out, it kind of returns to a referral thing too, I guess. Right. Oh yeah. There's, there's a several of us haulers that share customers and, uh, you know, cause there's times where we just don't have dumpsters or one of us doesn't. So we'll send it to the next guy. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And so, and there are some, some other uh, companies in the area that, that do this like I, I know there are several uh, towing companies that they they work together and they send each other business too and it works out very well for them to to do that um, to send each other business like that and you know there's enough there's we live in a an abundance I mean we really do there's there's an abundance of anything that you want you know mm-hmm. and including work you know, there's an abundance. If there's there's so much out there that there's no reason to fight people for it. No, there's not. There's there's plenty of work out there for everybody, and um, yeah, this this area in general is just growing like crazy. So, in anything in that construction line of work is is I mean, if someone's thinking about doing something on their own, that's that's a good industry to look into because there's almost endless possibilities. Wow. And uh, so let's say more competitors do come out, they, they'd probably choose toss it over the other guy because of the quality you provide and, you know, honesty, integrity. Yeah, we definitely um, try to do a good job for everyone and, and make sure to, you know, be on time, have fair rates. And uh, just I've gotten a lot of a lot of my business has come from having a clean, clean truck and clean equipment, too. I get a lot of people that call me and say they've, you know, oh, man, I saw that thing going down the road, and, and that's that's one thing that I was like, man, this is a corporate company, and it, I mean, it looks like you have major money backing this company. Yes, I mean, it looks like something that multi-million dollar corporation with Tulsa dumpsters, 
I mean, from your branding to, like I said, I couldn't believe this was a local company. Most local companies don't brand them well uh, themselves as well as you have branded Tulsa Dumpsters. How did this? Ha- how did that happen? Like, where did the branding come from? This? Uh, well, you know, I've always I've always been a believer in a good looking piece of equipment translates into good advertisement. Um, if you have, you know, if you have ten guys that do the same job, and eight of them have average looking equipment and two of them have very outstanding looking equipment those two guys are going to get the phone calls Mm. so uh, having having good looking equipment is always going to be better than than something that blends in you definitely want to stand out yeah so that's where the the bright green came from that's where the bright green came from yeah it looks good. The American flag on there, you know. You, who you're, who you're, did your 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 graphics and everything? So that was that was another local uh, business. That was Quick Signs. Boom. Yeah, we hear about them all the time. It's here. amazing. Yep. Yeah. So they they did. Uh, it makes sense. I knew you were going to say that before yeah. you said it. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, so. Jesse did the install. Garrett did okay. art, the artwork. Yep. That uh, looks like something Garrett would do. Yeah. yeah. Garrett, Garrett is. Uh, I'd say he's a wizard on the artwork for sure. He does a good job. He did the Mike FM banner that's behind you. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd use those guys for any of that stuff. I mean, Garrett can, you can, I was just telling him over the phone and over email my ideas. And, and when he, I told him I wanted that grunt style American flag look. So he just went and pulled it off the t-shirt and put it on the truck. <laughs> that's awesome. I know. And I was like, okay, that's, I didn't expect that, but that looks great. <laughs> and that's, that's something that he can do. I mean, they, they are made. So, so that makes sense now that's that's the like the puzzle <laughs> so you went and got the dumpsters you went and got the truck you went and got the artwork done now this is for the new truck did you did you start out with branding like this on your on, on my your, on my original truck it yeah. was a little more it was green but it was a little more basic uh, once, okay. once i moved up into this level of of truck i wanted the branding to step up in level two yeah so yeah that makes sense that's where we kind of went i think there's i think there's 27 or 28 layers in the artwork yeah i can see it yeah with everything on there um, so yeah great looking equipment uh i guess great customer service is another another thing you know? oh yeah yeah you got you got to be top notch on your customer service because have, having the stuff that looks good is is just one part of the big picture yeah if it looks good and you know, you're, you're leaving stuff all over the ground or, or, uh, you're not there to pick it up the day you say you're going to be, you know, and that kind of thing that can kind of cause some issues, you know, oh, but, yeah. but if you, if, if you provide the value that you say you're going to provide on the initial phone call, you know, then man, that's awesome. Um, what percentage of your customers are repeats and then what percentage are new customers? Uh, you say a lot of both i have uh, a lot of my repeat customers have used me because of the service and the value they get and then i get a lot of new customers from referrals and then also the the truck does a lot of advertising for me yeah uh, is it mostly commercial or residential uh it's a good mix i do a lot of a lot of residential actually um we do a lot of commercial sites and and construction but I mean, you'd be surprised at how many how many residential sites use these things too. 
You ever get HOA being like, get your dumpster out of here? No, I have actually a lot of <laughs> HOAs that call me to bring them in. Yeah? yeah. Good, man. <laughs> yep. That's... Gosh, okay, good. so I got a question. Uh, when you were first starting out, you had seven dumpsters in your flatbed truck. How did you get your first customers? I was doing a lot of uh, Facebook advertisement okay. and Google. That was how I started. And then I also would spend days just driving the truck with the dumpster on it back and forth through town. Just back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. And, yeah, advertising it that yeah. way too. Yeah. Um, so I did did a lot of driving and that translated into some phone calls. I'd have people say, hey, you just passed me. How much is it to rent that thing? Yes. And I guess what you could do is you could put a giant rent me sign on there too. Yeah, we did that on uh, some of the first dumpsters. Okay. Um, but some big rent me signs. Um, Why'd you stop? The rent me signs? Yeah. Uh, I didn't really need, I mean, it was pretty self-explanatory after we got rolling. And uh, I was trying to stick with simplicity on the decals because the decals got torn up pretty quick just okay. because of the industry. Oh, uh, yeah, on dumpsters, yeah. Uh, so it was better just to stick with generic um logos on the dumpsters and right. then obviously on the truck we don't let the truck get torn up so the truck was sky's the limit on the decals and artwork for that but the dumpsters just stayed pretty basic okay man it's a great concept really it is yeah and you know he came up with this at the beginning of 2020 we're not even through 2021 yet and he's killing it 36 units or 36 dumpsters, dumpsters yeah yeah that's amazing uh john you got any more questions um What's what's the hardest part of, about what's your biggest um, you know we've been talking about the good things what's what's one of the hardest parts about the whole business Oh I wouldn't really say there was too much hard about it because I really enjoy it so I I really like what I do which makes it to where it's not really like work you know when you when you really love something you do it's it's not hard to you because you enjoy doing it um I guess the hardest part is is the cost of diesel right now. That's a okay. that's a hard part. Man, if that's yeah. the worst, <laughs> that's a that's a, a big expense. But um, yeah, I, I really like it, so I wouldn't really say much of it's hard to me because I enjoy doing it. Man, I'm very happy for you. It's it's a great concept, and uh, thank you for coming on. You you added so much value to the podcast. To, thank you thank you for having me to anybody out there that's listening you got anything that you'd like to to say to to the listeners out there uh well i mean if you got you know if you want to do a garage clean out or a small remodel or something like that um give us a call and uh we'll also uh oh wanted to point out one other thing we're going to be out at the race wars yes that, yeah let's go ahead and talk about this uh the airport race wars too uh flying diesel performance is having this once again yes and the last time they ran out of uh room for everybody well this time they want the public to know there's plenty of room for this yeah yeah we're gonna be we're gonna be out there sponsoring the trash part of it and i just wanted to pass it on to anyone that's listening because it's gonna be a great event we don't really get events like this in kerrville too often it's it's wild and it's a very exciting day down at the airport too so yeah, it's uh, only twenty dollars a person to get in that day, and uh, there is there's room this time for for as many people that want to show up at this thing. So make sure you get out there at the uh, Kerrville Airport. 
It's going to be the 23rd. Gates open at 8 a.m. in the morning. So, man, I'm glad you're sponsoring that, too. So, that's awesome. All right. Uh, well, great. Matthew... Uh, John, do you have anything else for Matthew this morning? Oh, just thank you for coming on. Yeah, um, we appreciate it. We, yeah. we know you're a busy, man. And uh, we appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come in here and, and be I, part of the podcast. I appreciate y'all having me to be here. And you can get to their website by going to TulsitDumpstersLLC.com. TulsitDumpstersLLC.com. Real quick, how did you come up with the name? You know, I was trying to come up again. This is just a marketing branding thing. I wanted to come up with something catchy that that people say. And, you know, I thought, well, I got all this trash. You know, we need to toss this somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah. Toss it. Let's just toss it. Yeah. That's awesome. From the name to the to the colors, to the marketing, to the concept. Great business. Glad to have you on, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time this morning and uh, very well executed business for sure. So. Uh, All right. Well, that's going to go ahead and wrap up episode 25 here of the Kerrville Small Business Network podcast. And we'll be back Thursday of this week with the next podcast. So Hill Country uh, Distillers. Oh, Hill Country Distillers. So John and Casey are going to be here on Thursday. This is going to be an amazing podcast Thursday. So uh, make sure that you listen on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And you can also get to the podcast anytime by going to KerrvilleNetwork.com. It is network.com Until Thursday. Matt.